please be aware that the comments, views, opinions shared on this podcast are not meant to diagnose a medical problem and or legal problem. If you do have a medical problem or legal problem, kindly contact a professional. Welcome to An Apple A Day, a podcast, a resource, a community. Share your experiences and learn from others as we overcome barriers and learn to live a happy, healthy life with a disability. Welcome to the community. Here's your host, Jimmy Apple. Welcome to another episode of An Apple a Day. I'm your host, Jimmy Apple. How you doing today, my friends? How you feeling? You feeling good? You feeling strong? You feeling better than you did yesterday? Excellent. You can't ask for better than that. Hey, I want to tell you what's going on over at Disabled Living. That's our group over on Facebook. You can go over to www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash disabled living. And the title of the page is Living with a Disability. We have a poll going on over there. You know, you hear so many people talking right now about let's open up the economy again. Let's get the cities open up. Let's get the states opened up. Are you ready for it? Do you think that we really should open up yet? Do you think that we're, we're over the hump of this COVID-19, uh, coronavirus? Are we over the hump? They keep telling us we're in a, a war with an invisible enemy. We don't even know how to fight this yet. People are dying every day. And we're not talking about one or two people. That would be, that would be catastrophic on its own. We're talking hundreds, hundreds, thousands of people dying every day. Still, and you hear people like uh, the, the governor of New York, oh, we're over the hump, we're over the plateau, we're over, the... you're not over anything. When you still have hundreds of people dying, when you have zero people dying, then you're over the hump, then you're over the plateau, then you're fighting it. One person's life, you're not over anything. And if you think you are, talk to the, the families of that person that died. No, but what do you think? Do you think you're ready to open it up again? Do you think you're ready to take your chances? We don't We don't have a cure for this. Or do you think we should stay put, stay quarantined? Or are you not sure? Well, look, go over to www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash disabled living and take the poll. Let us know what you think. Be part of the community. Join the, join the group over there. A lot of nice people. A lot of nice people. There's conversations going on. You may make lifelong friends discuss your problems. Maybe you might be able to help them. They might be able to help you. It's a nice group. And I want to let you know that an apple a day is brought to you by www.famousapple.com. Famousapple.com is the home site for this podcast. You get a minute, go over there, check that out. Check out our new voicemail feature on the contact us page. You can just Click a button and you can talk right into your microphone on your computer. Leave me, a, leave me a voicemail. Tell me you love me. Tell me you hate me. Ask a question. Either way, anyway, I'll answer you right back. So, we have a good one for you today. Number one, I have a, an urgent message from Social Security that I have to get out. That's the first thing I'm going to get out today. I also had a question sent to me. A couple of weeks ago, you might remember, we spoke about <laughs> it might be a little bit disgusting, but we spoke about the fact that the COVID-19 and the coronavirus can be spread, okay, by flushing a toilet. So somebody asked me, can the, the virus and the COVID-19, can that be spread by flatulence or, for lack of a better word, farts? 
Well, I've got, I've got a report on that. I did some looking and I found out. So we're going to talk about that. And now this doesn't just count for COVID-19, coronavirus, for any kind of illness or virus or sickness, even a common cold. What's better to wear if you have a cold, if you have a virus, or you're trying to protect your eyes in, in this pandemic? What's better to wear, contact lenses or glasses? We're going to discuss that too. I have some information on that I'd like to share with you. So sit back, relax, and we're going to jump right into it, okay? If you are a Social Security beneficiary or an SSI recipient, listen up. This is very important. Act now. Go to the irs.gov. Okay, this is a message from Social Security Commissioner Andrew Saul. Social Security beneficiaries and supplemental security income recipients who don't file tax returns will start receiving their automatic economic impact payments directly from the Treasury Department. People receiving benefits who did not file 2018 or 2019 taxes and have qualifying children under the age of 17, however, should not wait for their automatic $1,200 individual payment. They should immediately go to IRS's webpage and visit the non-filers enter payment info here section to provide their information. Social Security Retirement survivors and disability insurance beneficiaries with dependent children and who did not file a 2018 or 2019 taxes need to act by Wednesday, April 22nd in order to receive additional payments for their eligible children quickly. SSI recipients need to take this action by later this month. A specific date will be available soon. By taking this proactive step to enter information on the IRS website about them and their qualifying children, they will also receive the $500 per dependent child payment in addition to their $1,200 individual payment. If beneficiaries in this group do not provide their information to the IRS soon, their payments at this time will be $1,200. People would then be required to file a tax year 2020 tax return to obtain the additional $500 per child. I urge Social Security and SSI recipients with qualifying children who do not normally file taxes to take action now. Immediately go to irs.gov so that you will be able to receive the full amount of the economic impact payments you and your family are eligible for. Action is needed for Social Security beneficiaries with dependents and who do not file tax returns to receive the $500 per child payment. People with direct express debit cards who enter information at the IRS's website should complete all of the mandatory questions, but they may leave the bank account information section blank as Treasury already has their direct express information on file. Additionally, any new beneficiary since January 1st, 2020 of either Social Security or SSI benefits who did not file a tax return in 2018 or 2019 will also need to go to the IRS's non-filers website to enter their information as they will not receive the automatic payments from the Treasury. This is very important. Make sure you fill it out by the dates that are due. For you guys on Social Security, Disability, Retirement, Get it in. It's by the 22nd of April. Today's the 21st. 
that we're, we're sending this out. We just got this information yesterday. So get it in. Go on. Get on the computers tonight, tomorrow morning. But get it sent in. It's your money. All right. Let's move on here, okay? All right. This next article is an eye-opener and a corny joke. Do eyeglasses or contact lenses protect you from the coronavirus? This is an article from Elizabeth Buckwald. Medical workers on the front lines of the coronavirus pandemic are supposed to protect their eyes wearing eye protection such as goggles or face shields, according to the CDC. So could wearing eyeglasses offer some protection too? A recent study by five ocular scientists published in the Contact Lens and Anterior Eye, a peer-reviewed medical journal, says no. There's no scientific evidence that wearing standard prescription spectacles provides any protection against COVID-19 or other viral transmissions, and there is currently no evidence to suggest an increased risk of contracting COVID-19 through contact lens wear compared with spectacle lens wear, the study says. A simple glass frame does not seal the air around the eyes and therefore cannot provide adequate protection, said the lead author Lyndon Jones, director of the Center for Ocular Research and Education at the University of Waterloo in Canada. The finding is in line with the CDC's guidance for medical professionals. The agency advises them to wear goggles, or disposable face shield that covers the front and sides of the face. The CDC also noted that there is no evidence suggesting contact lens wearers are at a greater risk for becoming infected with COVID-19 than eyeglass wearers. Non-healthcare workers are discouraged from using medical personal protection equipment, or PPE, especially N95 respirators, which are in short supply. The CDC, however, recently recommended that everybody wear a cloth face covering in public when other social distancing measures are difficult to maintain. The American Academy of Ophthalmologists suggested in March that contact lens wearers might want to switch to spectacles to prevent the spread of coronavirus, in part because people touch the mucous membranes in their eyes less when they wear glasses instead of contact. The professional association's recommendation still holds, a spokesman told the Market Watch. The fact is there's not a lot known about COVID-19 and its behavior in the eye said Thomas Steinman, a clinical spokesman for the organization. As an ophthalmologist, we, we look at what is known about other viruses and how they can be transmitted through tears asymptomatically. He added, most patients don't follow proper contact lens hygiene and suggest patients consider taking a break from contact lenses for a while. But contacts and glasses offer comparable risks when it comes to coronavirus, the study found. One is not better than the other, unless the person is sick, in which case they should wear their glasses, Jones said. This applies to all illnesses, not just COVID-19, the disease caused by the new coronavirus, he said. Taking this step limits the chances of developing any inflammatory response that can occur secondary to a viral infection, he said, such as sore or red eye. Until the illness passes, you should continue to wear glasses, Jones said. Afterwards, check with your eye care practitioner to make sure it is safe to go back to contacts. Once you're cleared, you should get fresh lenses and a fresh contact lens case. If you aren't sick, you can wear either contact lenses or glasses. People should always wash their hands and dry them before touching any part of their face, regardless of whether they are contact lens wearers, glass wearers, 
or require no vision correction at all, Jones said. Similarly, the CDC advises that contact lens wearers should continue to practice safe contact lens wear and care hygiene habits. It's important that people who wear glasses regularly dry and wash them, Jones said, as the virus that causes COVID-19 can live on the plastic that makes up the spectacles. It's unbelievable. So there you have it. The virus can live on the glasses right on our face. We have, That's something else now we have to take care of. So when you come in at night or during the day, throughout the day, you should clean your glasses as well. I, I know me, though, for my own sake, and I know it's like I just read in the article to you, it does nothing to protect you. But wherever I go, I always wear my glasses. I just, maybe it's a false sense of security, but I do it. The same way I, I wear gloves, I wear a, a face mask. I just do it to keep myself safe in my own mind. So you got to do what you got to do. But now... I would suggest that you clean your glasses several times a day. Bring glass cleaner with you. I know I'm going to start. I'm starting right now. <laughs> I'm cleaning my glasses as I'm talking to you. So it's just something else we have to do. All right. Sit back. The one that you're waiting for can afford spread the coronavirus. We're going to take that on next. I received a question from a listener of the podcast and a reader of the website through the new voicemail app at www.famousapple.com from Ronnie in Florida. And he, he says to me, and at first I thought this was a joke. Let me make that clear. He says, can the coronavirus be spread through a fart? I was like, what? Through a, no. So, but I contacted him and he was very serious. He wanted to know if the coronavirus can be spread through flatulence. So I said, well, I'll, I'll try and try my best to find out. He said he couldn't find any information on it. So I started looking, looking, looking. I, I couldn't find anything. I Google everything under the sun. And then I finally found this. And it, it, it actually, I found it this past weekend. And it's an article that was written in the New York Post. And the title of this article, believe it or not, is Can the Coronavirus Be Spread Through farts. <laughs> it's written by a fellow named Eric Hagedus, and it's, it's very informative. It's a very informative article. So I want to share this with you. It's, it's good. Very good. He writes, the smell may be hell, but the mist could leave you pissed. <laughs> oh boy. Two Australian doctors are weighing in about the spread of the coronavirus down under whether it can be spread through farts, that is. During Friday night's episode of the Australian Broadcasting Corporation's CoronaCast, a podcast producer and host, Dr. Norman Swan, made a cautionary suggestion when it comes to particles of feces set adrift within a fart and spread of COVID-19. No bare-bottom farting, Swan advised about the posterior pandemic panic in a measured, mildly amused tone. Luckily, we wear a mask, which covers our farts at all times, Swan said, referring to the protective aspects of pants, shorts, dresses, underwear, and other garments. I think what we should do in terms of social distancing and being safe is that you don't fart close to other people and that you don't fart with your bottom bear. Meanwhile, 
Australian emergency physician Andy Tagg also floated the question via Twitter asking, so can the bottom-based emissions of somebody with coronavirus be silent and deadly? Tagg pondered whether flatulence itself is an aerosol-generating procedure. His determination was... Yes. A recent study, in fact, suggested that post-flush toilet plume could even be cause for concern when it comes to spreading the coronavirus via aerosolized feces. Plus, scientists have confirmed that fecal-oral transmission itself is an issue due to presence of virus in the poop. That is why health officials in Oregon and New York have cautioned against certain sexual activities. Oh boy. (laughs) Unfortunately, as Tag observed, there is not a great deal of research available to come to a firm conclusion about the perils of passing COVID-19 while passing gas. That's all backed up by Dr. Aaron E. Glatt, a Mount Sinai South Nassau epidemiologist and professor of medicine at ICANN School of Medicine at Mount Sinai. Studies have clearly shown that significant percentage of COVID-19 patients do have GI gastrointestinal symptoms along or in combination with respiratory or other general symptoms at the time of illness. However, there are no published data on whether the flatulence alone presents any risk of transmission, although in a clothed person, it would be unlikely to be a significant route of transmission, he said. Where does that leave us, Tag, co-founder of the medical education site, don't forget the bubbles, suggests not throwing caution to the um, wind. He instead proposes keeping your pants on and considering them part of your (laughs) personal protection equipment just in case. Perhaps SARS and COVID-2 can be spread through the powers of parping. We need more evidence, he tweeted, adding, so remember, wear your appropriate PPE at all times and stay safe. So I guess if you walk around bare bottom and you're floating a trouser biscuit, you might be able to transmit COVID-19. I don't know, but they're definitely looking at it. And You know, we did publish a a report a couple of weeks ago of what they were talking about, aerosolized feces. When you flush the toilet, the plume that comes out of the toilet, they suggest that you keep the cover down when you flush your toilet. And it's kind of hard to do because most, well, in public restrooms anyway, because public restrooms usually don't have covers on the toilets. So it's a good idea to stay away from them for, for a long while anyway. But there you have it. So they are saying that it can spread through a fart, but it's kind of difficult. So flatulence is a problem also. It's just something to lighten your day. Really, that's all it is. Hey, boy. <laughs> I want to thank you for stopping by today. And I want to let you know what's coming up on the podcast this Friday. This Friday, we're going to have the interview with our friends from Canada, from the Ataxia Association, that we had to put off a couple of weeks ago when this pandemic first started. And we're going to be practicing our social distancing. We're going to be doing it by phone, nothing in studio. <laughs> Actually, we're a country away, but you're going to find it very interesting. It's a, it's a very interesting disease, and it's more common than you believe. And these two people are really, they're really strong. Mark and Courtney, and they're going to explain it. They suffer from the disease themselves. And who better to tell you about it firsthand, right? Firsthand knowledge is the best. Now, one more thing I want to tell you too. You know, we're, we're all, we all have certain disabilities or problems, but you know, there's only one 
real disability, one real disability, and that disability is attitude. If you got a real crummy attitude, that's your disability. The rest you can deal with. The rest you can work around. We are, we have hurdles that we have to get over. We can get over them. We can get around them. But your attitude, sometimes the attitude is hard to get over. And remember this, for everybody that's stuck inside right now, that's in the quarantine, that you're in the stay, stay in place, stay put thing. Look, you can cry about the rain, you can cry about the storm, or you can learn to dance in it. Remember that. And also remember this, things can always be worse. Right now, there's somebody somewhere that wishes they were in your position. So things can always be worse, my friends. And don't forget, go over to www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash disabled living and check out the poll and put your answer in on the poll. Do you think we're ready to open up the, 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 the country again or do you think we should wait a little bit longer? Let us know what you think. My name is Jimmy Apple. You've been listening to an Apple a day. All right, come back Friday. You don't want to miss this interview with Mark and Courtney and I'll see you then. Have a great week, my friends. And remember, laughter is the best medicine. <laughs> thanks for listening to an apple a day with jimmy apple your gateway to a happy healthy life join our community at www.famousapple.com see you next time